0: Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the Gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, I'm joined by Pastor Rebecca as we talk about the ways we beat the summer heat and our messages in the series entitled, of Salutis. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Hello, once again, everybody. Welcome to Armchair Preaching, another summer edition here with uh, Pastor Rebecca. Hello. Hello. And we are still giving thanks for the inventor of air conditioning as we are...
1: Willis Carrier.
0: ...baking in the state of Florida. I guess the rest of the country is probably also mostly baking as well, too. I don't know. The
1: humidity, though, here is like 100%. It
0: is. Yes, yes, it is, and and the rain helps in the afternoon, but then makes it hot in the morning. Uh, my son, when we go out to run in the morning, he he was like, "Can we get up earlier?" Like, so it's not. <laughs> I said, Caleb, like the best time to run in Florida is like between seven thirty and it's between seven and eight o'clock mm. because the sun's just coming up. It's burning off that first level of humidity. Yes, and. Uh, it's not adding any extra humidity, whereas before the sun sun comes up, comes up, it is like running in a sauna. Absolutely. So, um, lots of things to do in Florida to try to beat the heat, mm-hmm. to beat uh, back the the oppressive humidity. Absolutely. Um, other than sitting in the air conditioning. So what are the things that you do to beat the heat? Are there certain like treats or activities or things that you're like, man, when it's super hot, it really takes the edge off if I've got this?
1: I love lime juice. Do you? So I have lime juice at home.
0: You did bring in a couple of packs.
1: Those are just uh, lime flavored seltzer water. But then there's also lime juice, um, which is like lemonade, but but limeade.
0: But limeade. Yes. Do you like it in any particular form, just over ice, out of the fridge? Do you like it? All of the
1: above. If I froze it, I would like it that way. Slushy um, style. Right?
0: I do, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a slushy person throughout the year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but in the summertime.
1: I am not a slushy person either, but I went to the zoo on Friday. Oh, fun. And it was 98 degrees plus the whatever, 100% humidity. Yeah. Um, and I had a frozen lemonade.
0: Oh, is that that's was a slushy. so it, good? Yes, so it was good. refreshing. Yeah, Zoo Tampa probably Tam-
1: saved my life.
0: Zoo Tampa is that where you went?
1: No, I went to the one in Sanford.
0: Oh, fun! Mm-hmm. Fun. Was that that was a good time?
1: It was a good time, yeah. minus the heat.
0: Minus the heat. I
1: mean, I went into oh, let, let's go see the snakes, you know, because it's inside, and yeah. let's go see whatever. Let's go to the gift shop for a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was well. Nice. Your first, uh, your first summer here in Florida, and uh, we we do have lots of frozen lemonades and mm-hmm. limeades, and and uh, I I have uh, so I'm not a big have not been a big smoothie person, but as most people know, I don't I can't eat a lot of like regular protein type things, so I have to get protein wherever I can, and uh, I decided last week to there's a, a tropical smoothie now near my house, and I was like you know that sounds really good and you can add like protein and stuff in it mm. and so that was that was pretty that was a pretty refreshing refreshing uh, uh yes. beverage and actually i i drank it in the tropical smoothie while i was working on my sermon last week there you go and i got green food i actually got cold I, I was cold because i was inside what's that yeah <laughs> and I was like man I wish I had a hoodie right now and I was like yeah but then it's, it's just step outside that 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 feeling will pass that feeling will pass <laughs> um lots of things my kids like to swim I I don't love the pool I don't I, I like the beach theoretically
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't like the beach in actuality unless I can get like from the ocean right to something clean, because I, as I I mentioned uh, last week in the sermon, uh, I don't love being messy and dirty. I like to just be clean. So not not my. Are you a beach person?
1: No. <laughs> Sunshine heat. If I could go, maybe in the winter um, to the beach. To the beach, yeah. Where it's like cool outside, and I have an umbrella. <laughs> we don't.
0: We don't. We don't have winters here in Florida either. So the
1: wa- the water being in the water's nice
0: yes um yes. i
1: like swimming pools and stuff but not outside
0: yeah yeah you Here, like in-, in florida you like in- you like indoor pools
1: <laughs> i don't like the sunshine <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you are in the sunshine state so that, that that gets to be a little bit of an issue but uh the summer does get uh i would say less oppressive but it doesn't that doesn't typically happen until october or november mm. um but we find ways. We find ways, and we uh, had have have a great opportunity here every Sunday to come into a nice, air conditioned uh, building and worship with God's people. Amen. And that is a great thing. And Amen. This, and this week, you and I are tackling. Uh, you mentioned in your sermon week number four uh, of the Ordo Salutis series, the Order of Salvation series. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your. Th- third out of four this is my fourth out of four I think I get one week off in two weeks Mm. Um, but uh, so as you're turning the page from you know you tackled the predestination election um, the calling side of things had last week we're off for the regeneration side, but mm-hmm. still, uh, as we've mentioned many times in the podcast, it all kind of like morphs together. Yes, it does. Yeah. It
1: overlaps all... on all of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no way around that. Right. Um, and, and we've talked about it. We've discussed that the idea that, you know, we're, we're making these, these hu- hu- human beings are making these kind of distinctions because mm-hmm. they're, they're found in scripture sometimes at, at times they're found in very distinctive passages and they're talked about distinctively but then many times they're all jumbled together in a kind of a goulash sort yes. of a soup um so you know as you as you're turning into the faith conversation this week we're both tackling the concept of faith uh where were you wh- what was the challenges that you were wanting that you kind of faced as you were kind of opening up the the ephesians 2 passage specifically uh, we did some similar things especially mm-hmm. as we were talking through ephesians i was surprised. Uh, yeah, the way that the way that we hit it was very similar. We'll, I want to talk about that that but God pat section in a second. Mm-hmm. But what were the kind of challenges that you were thinking of as you were approaching the, the topic of faith?
1: The many ways we understand faith. I mean, faith is an ongoing journey that we have of trusting in God's word and promises every day. Yeah. But yet, this Ordo Salutis is really about the faith when it, it, we first start following the Lord. Um, I mean, which gets into a can of worms because you can talk about before the creation of the world and before everything else, and mm-hmm. uh, it gets complicated really quickly, uh, and what I thought you touched on about faith as a, a knowing, and that's a wrong way of thinking of it, yeah. um, I was like, oh, that, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why I didn't say anything like that. It just – I didn't. I guess it didn't even come into my mind, but that's exactly right. I mean – there's so many understandings of faith um, that you have to narrow in yeah. on on one, and especially for the Ordo Salutis.
0: Well, I think, you know, one of the things that is unique in, in the Reformed understanding of faith is, and whether it's intentional or not, you hear so many pastors, preachers, um, Even in our faith tradition, I mean, our faith tradition does this as well, even though theologically we know it's not accurate, as though faith is something we we add to the salvation equation. Like, that's Mm -hmm. our, that's, faith is our work that we add to it and that Ephesians passage is so crystal clear about it it's not right and then at the same time it is the challenge is and and you talked a lot about the attributes of how we we exhibit faith and mm-hmm. how people know us by faith but so there is an element in which we're living into that faith right <laughs> so the challenge is okay so faith is a gift but it's also something I do. I mean, so that's that's the challenge I think right. is hard when you talk about something like faith.
1: And I also was splicing in my head. I didn't go into this in the sermon about faith and trust. I yeah. mean, they're almost the same thing, but trust is developed over time. That's right. So you have faith at the beginning, but then trust develops based on God coming through all those times. Uh, and then it's, like, okay, I trust God. Yeah. Um, I trust God. But people will say, I have faith in God. Yeah. And it means the same thing as trust, but not when it comes to Ordo Salutis.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and and, and this is where we get into a lot of theological hair splitting and why mm-hmm. people kind of look at Presbyterian theologians and go, this is why no one listens to you guys because <laughs> you're, you're just splitting hairs all the time. But it's important, I think, because yes. we are we are, I think it, and we, this is where we really both hammered the point home that it is all about the grace of God. Absolutely. And I wonder when you got to that, the, the Ephesians 2 4, where he, the, he turns, right? He does that one through three, and he's talking about, uh, Paul's talking to the Ephesian church about where they were before and mm-hmm. where he was before, too, um, you know, in his own existence, because he, he uses the, the, uh, first person plural we were dead in our sins um dead in our trespasses following the 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 prince of the power of the air and which Mm -hmm. neither one of us i I, (laughs) I was very curious if one if you were going to go down that rabbit hole because i think nope as i'm reading as i'm reading i'm like i know someone's going to be like well what is that all about but i'm like nah, you don't have time to do that we really hammered point the home up hammered home the point but god intervenes and right. so when you hit that passage what where was your what was your mind why were you drawn to that those two words like my like i was drawn to those obviously we really did both at that <laughs> at almost with equal veracity yes why were you so struck by those two words
1: i mean it's like when arnold schwarzenegger walks onto the set yeah. in a movie i mean you know right now like the world is awful clint eastwood you know whoever yeah. it might be the world the world is awful and oppressive but then they walk onto the set and you almost want to start clapping because you already know the end of the story yeah um and it you know god the creator of the universe walks onto the set, and you know we're dead in our trespasses. We have no hope. Yeah. Um, and then God walks in, and
0: I, I love best that movie ever. I love that image. I love mm-hmm. that image because I, as you're saying that, it reminds me of when uh, when when Star Wars they they did the sequel trilogy. Yes, and the very first time uh, the Millennium Falcon is is reintroduced mm. you know and Ray and Finn are running and they're like let's go to that <laughs> ship and i remember the my son and i uh he was he was getting into the star wars thing and then the whole crowd just explodes like with cheers because yes. they're like okay it's going to be all right. right we know that if if the millennium falcon is there it's going to be all right and and so it is it's this it's this paul does such a great job of just creating this really Uh, Dark picture Mm -hmm. not just of humanity Mm -hmm. he almost throws in humanity as kind of an afterthought because he really personalizes it for himself and for the Ephesian church and then he goes well this is the way all of humanity is but God intervenes it's this really dark thing I just and that's where when we take out phrases like we're saved by grace through faith and we just and Protestants have been doing this for you know 500 years <laughs> right. this is the this is the banner under which we we live but we take it out of context it's very easy to say well the grace part is god the faith part is me right but in the context it's no 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 the the grace part is god the grace part is part of the faith and mm-hmm. it's all god and we're just so blessed to be in the right. center of that and 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 you really turned on okay so now we have we've been given this great gift of faith how do you recognize it so when you're when you're making the decision about what to do with that turn what was it that 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 you know prompted you to think through the attributes of someone who exhibits a life of faith
1: i guess you know there's not a lot of take home Points mm-hmm. when you're going through the ordo salutis because we're just you know go home and be blessed yeah. you know go home God has blessed you yeah. God has gifted you God has you know yeah. God has done all the work um, and you know I already did three weeks you already did four weeks yeah. or, or I did two and you did three already and um, I wanted something yeah. and, and and so my brain just started wondering you know, where do I go from here? Yeah. Um, and I thought, well, I'm going to do some some markers. Yeah. Um, but then it still comes back to the same thing. Be yeah. blessed. Be blessed. Uh, <laughs> God has blessed you.
0: Well, I see, and, and I, you know, it was interesting just the way, you know, God works things out. We're 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 going through this, and and this is the week of faith. And I also teach a Bible study on Sunday morning, and we're going through Matthew eight. So it was a little bit of a cheat. I was also doing that Matthew eight. Um, And I had been studying that, that the disciples in the Mm. boat with Jesus and, and Jesus, one of the
1: greatest passages. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. And,
0: and, uh, Jesus declaring they have so little faith Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, wow, you know, this is so it's a gift that they, they've been given this opportunity to be with Jesus in the boat and they've done the very thing, you know, you talked about one of the attributes of faith is, is. Uh, persistence or perseverance in prayer. Mm. They're doing that very thing, right? They're they're going right. to Jesus in a prayer-type form, in the middle of their desperation, fully confident that he can do something and right. that he cares. And by all accounts, I would look at that, most Christians would look at that and say, that's a deep faith. If, if you've got someone, you're in a hospital. And uh you immediately go to God in prayer because you know He can and he he has the power and he cares. We would say that's a sign of of great faith, and it is a sign of faith, <laughs> but Jesus says it's a sign of little faith, yes, and to me, that was really just like, okay, well, if faith is a gift and exhibiting that faith in that way, which is to us the high water mark is prayer, which is part of faith what is the next what is the next step in that process what's the what's the next step in growing in that faith Mm -hmm. while still being very careful to say it's not your work it's 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 the expression of the faith that you live into and i thought you did a good job of talking about how and i didn't even touch on the good works part of you know the the verse 10 um but to try to say okay Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Why then don't we have more hope? Mm-hmm. Um, so being being very much like we're like Peter in
1: <laughs> right,
0: who also seems like he's taking it another step—not just praying to Jesus, but actually getting out, and being with Jesus. Yes,
1: nobody else got out of the boat. And nobody mm-hmm. else got
0: out of the boat, but Jesus still says. Why did you doubt Oh, you a little faith? I'm just like, come on, Jesus. That's, is that really C plus work right there? I mean, it seems like <laughs> at least, at least an A minus. Um, but then you look at, at, at the, at the trajectory of Peter's life
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and Peter ultimately is, and this is something that cutting room floor for me, cause I had this in there, um, but didn't, couldn't I didn't have the time. Cause if, if anybody was timing it, it was a very long sermon on my part. Um, he goes from this this timid, doubt filled disciple v- to very braggadocious, to cowering in a corner at Jesus' crucifixion, to then standing up mm-hmm. to the the officials and calling them out, and yep. uh, in 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 the Book of Acts. Mm-hmm. And so there is this this tr- this growth of faith for Peter, but you know didn't have time to get into that. <laughs> didn't have time to get into that. What, was, what were the things that you were like if I had if I we're we're moving this in a different direction. Or this was a multi-week series. What are the things that you would have liked to flesh out in 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 your um, in your approach to the topic of? of I probably faith?
1: would have talked about the different understandings of faith. Yeah. Um, but when it came to the Ordo salutis, I narrowed it down to the Ordo salutis yeah. understanding of faith, uh, <laughs> yeah. which I mean. <laughs> all of this is faith it gets so complicated
0: <laughs> yeah 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 and I and I it is so complicated I mean it, it is a, a complicated um, topic but at the same time just really incredibly simple right it's it's as I was telling somebody the other day you know the, the idea of salvation is incredibly simple but it is definitely not easy right and if you if someone was to come and talk to you about you know where they are in their faith journey and and they look at the attributes that you put out there and, and you talked about um you know the, the 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 love of god the love of others uh the humility piece which i think is such an underrated attribute which of is hilarious. faith why do you say that it's hilarious
1: because it's humble That's right. underrated i mean it, <laughs> they go <laughs> It goes hand in hand, I mean. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm -hmm. But it is about, I mean, it's a faith in Jesus, a faith in following the way of Jesus. And you did a good job of going to that John 13. And if we have faith in Jesus, this is who Jesus is. Jesus is a servant and he calls his disciples to Mm -hmm. do the same. So someone says to you, they come into your office and say, okay, I really, I, I see some places in my life, some attributes that just aren't lining up with what I say I believe or say I do, want to do. How, do? how how are you approaching an, an individual who wants to deepen their faith in those attributes? What are the sorts of things that you're kind of counseling them in?
1: I think I would try to get them to voice what the root issue is of that. I mean, they're, they're saying one thing, they're thinking another. um where is that root and so just keep asking the questions that gets to the root and you deal with the root and then uh the others will come into alignment and a lot of the times it's an understanding of god that might be amiss um Mm. like god doesn't love them Mm -hmm. or god won't be there for them Mm. them or god won't fulfill the promises that god has promised Mm -hmm. um something along that line you got to figure out where it is or it is Someone's in love with a certain sin, mm-hmm. and so they say, "Well, everything's complicated, um, yeah. <laughs> and it's not clear. Everything's gray in Scripture. Uh, yeah. It usually comes down to there's a sin they do not want to let go of. Mm. Um, so, you've got to figure out what the root issue really is."
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and that and that really is. I mean, the other side of the faith conversation, um, which is which you know, holds holds hands with the, is the repentance conversation, mm-hmm. which is where we're headed this week. Yes. Um, so faith, like you're, like you said, in one of the attributes, the, the, I think the very last attribute that you talked about was the attribute of obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's someone who exhibits a going back to not just a faith, but also a trust in the word of God that it's true and not just from a knowledge standpoint, but it's true to actually guide my life. Mm -hmm. And so that means examining, like you said, some of those attitudes about God, yes, which may not be sinful attitudes, they just might be wrong attitudes about God based on hurt or abuse, but then also, the sin, the sin question, right? Mm-hmm. So it takes the, the other side, which is repentance. So that's where we're headed this week. Always a great Sunday when you get to talk about repentance. Oh, yes. And we have a lot of fun with that. So this week, I'll be in Classic. I haven't been in Classic in a long time, so I'll be back in the back in the – the tall pulpit and then and and pastor john will be in uh vine Mm -hmm. uh rebecca's assisting this weekend classic Mm -hmm. and um you know it'll be a a great uh fifth sunday in the ordo salutis series Mm -hmm. as we hit the half the halfway mark this series, and so uh, if anyone missed this past Sunday, do really encourage you to check out our website fpclakeland.org. Click on the worship page and the sermon archive tab. You can see full videos of both Vine and the classic service, as well as uh, checking out uh, the the past episodes of Armchair Preaching, where we discussed these in more detail. Uh, as as Rebecca call, uh, describes it, we're in meaty topics, and sometimes <laughs> you have to pull out the knife and the fork and really dig in. So go back to the uh, old episodes of Armchair Preaching for this or any one of our series. You can check out Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Subscribe, hit the like button, and share it with your friends. Rebecca get some frozen limeade yes and beat the heat today thank you so much for hanging out and uh we will see everybody next time later